what schizophrenia was before I was diagnosed. And so the first time my doctor told me that I have schizoaffective disorder, which is a combination of schizophrenia and a mood disorder, I was shocked. I was scared. I was anxious about what that meant. And, you know, a lot of this had to do with what I've been fed by media in society. So much of what we're exposed to when it comes to talking about schizophrenia are really awful depictions of characters who are living with schizophrenia in popular media and of news stories of things that have gone really, really awry with someone who has schizophrenia. And so it's kind of no wonder that this was my immediate response to being told that I was living with schizophrenia. All of a sudden I felt things like, well, Am I dangerous? Am I going to need to be institutionalized? Will I be you know, over-medicated for the rest of my life? Am I crazy? And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because all of these, you know, difficult things that came to the forefront of my mind when I was first diagnosed and beyond too, stem from stigma that exists within society. Now, there's a lot of talk about stigma when it comes to mental health. And, you know, that's that's really great on one hand, where we are having more conversations about, you know, addressing harmful stigma and negative stigma as it pertains to mental illnesses. I think where we're getting a little stuck, though, is we're focusing primarily on the more common mental illnesses like depression and anxiety. And, you know, wonderful strides have been made in terms of reducing stigma around those illnesses. But in turn, what we're doing when we're reducing stigma around those illnesses is almost increasing stigma for the less talked about, more chronic mental illnesses like schizophrenia, like bipolar, like dissociative identity disorder. So in this video, we're going to be talking about why this stigma exists, where it comes from, why it's perpetuated, how to deal with it, and then also more importantly almost, how to deal with the internalized stigma that I was kind of talking about in my story at the beginning of this video. All right, so starting off, where does stigma come from. I think a really easy one to kind of pinpoint as a source of negative stigma is popular media. So that is TV shows, movies, books, you know, popular media that we consume that tells us stories that maybe aren't, you know, completely grounded in reality in terms of what an actual experience of living with schizophrenia is. I think so oftentimes, you know, we've been fed this narrative of the schizophrenic who is a serial killer in Criminal Minds or some other show like that, where it is kind of like the person who's living with schizophrenia is this deranged, crazy killer. And that's, you know, obviously problematic because that's just not the reality of, by and large, the huge majority of people who are living with an illness like schizophrenia. When we use an illness to kind of tell this warped fantastical narrative 
for entertainment's value, that's really doing a incredible disservice to the population who actually lives with and experiences this illness on a daily basis. As far as storytelling goes, what these depictions are doing is ultimately creating a societal narrative where you know, people who are living with schizophrenia are people you should be afraid of. There's also a flip side to this where it's not just that, you know, people with schizophrenia are portrayed as dangerous or unpredictable or unstable, but they're also sometimes portrayed as these, you know, misunderstood geniuses or creative geniuses. Think a beautiful mind where, you know, it's, it's this highly romanticized notion of what it means to be living with an illness like schizophrenia, which in and of itself, again, is also doing a disservice to people who are living with it and navigating it on a daily basis. So these narratives that were fed from popular media are kind of an easy one to point at in terms of where some negative stigma is coming from. But what I want to talk about now is more of social issues that exist that pertain to schizophrenia or people who are living with schizophrenia that are kind of more enmeshed in terms of our understanding of mental health and of people who are living with schizophrenia. It's an unfortunate reality that people who are living with schizophrenia face higher rates of things like houselessness or um, addiction and substance use and these kind of co-occurring issues. I think that that's unfortunately something that comes to the forefront of people's minds when they think about what it means to live with schizophrenia is that unfortunate image in their head of someone who is experiencing houselessness talking to themselves on the side of the street. And I think that that kind of narrative often takes up a little bit too much. This is Sam Vaughn with Sam's Mental Health Day. People with schizophrenia and disassociative disorder may experience some of the similar symptoms. Shared symptoms may include hearing voices, memory loss, and feeling disconnected from self and others. However, people with disassociative disorder are most likely to experience dispersonalization, de derealization, and derealization and memory loss. Another notable difference is that people with schizophrenia are more likely to experience problems with cognitive functioning. Schizophrenia symptoms, delusions, hallucinations, disorganized thinking, disorganized thinking, unusual motor behavior, social withdrawal, lack of emotions, expressions, Cognitive difficulties, dissociative disorder symptoms, amnesia, amnesia, memory gaps, feeling of detachment, feeling of unreality, not real reality, inability to cope with stress, problems with with identification. As many mental health conditions, it can be very difficult to determine the cause of schizophrenia and dissociative disorder research is ongoing. There is not a single cause of schizophrenia. Research has noticed a strong genetics link family history of psychosis and significantly increasing person's risk of the disease, the factors that may increase risk of schizophrenia. Brain differences, schizophrenia has been linked to altered brain chemistry involving a neurotransmitter, dopamine, and glutamate. Environment, schizophrenia has been linked to exposure, viruses, malnutrition, 
during a parent's first or second trimester of pregnancy, substance use, substance use alone can increase the risk of schizophrenia when mind altered drugs are taken during teenage young adults. This includes smoking marijuana as it increases psychotic incidences, cause of dissociative disorder, who is affected and when schizophrenia and the dissociative disorder are relatively uncommon according to some estimates. Schizophrenia affects around 1% who have schizophrenia estimated more than 21 million people across the globe, typically being to experience symptoms in their late teens or, or early 20s of men's and late 20s for women's. Disassociative disorder affects 2.4% of Americans. A person living with PTSD, schizophrenia, is more likely to experience other Conditions including post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, and major depressive disorder. They also have higher risk of substance use. Each type of dissociated disorder has its different averages, onset, and frequencies. Frequencies, however, Amnesic. memory loss episodes can happen at any time, any age, and lasts from anywhere from minutes to years. Studies indicate that dissociative disorder symptoms do not differ between genders and research speculator that the reason more women are could be connected to the fact that men enter the legal system rather than the health system you specifically diagnose will depend on type of symptoms, your presence, your healthcare provider uses diagnostic statistical manual DSM-5 diagnose your condition. The DSM-5 describes disorders and lists the symptoms and functioning criteria that a person must meet in order to diagnose. I'd like to say something. This has been happening to me in a previous conversation with a person that was an Uber driver. Just recently where somebody acted like my disability was there are two completely different disabilities and just as serious. Try not to give indication that this is not one is better than the other one. This is what you're like because they don't know. We've got Aaron Judge coming up tomorrow with the 62nd home run as we spend mostly time on baseball and Try to fit in college football. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam Sports Report and the Sam's Mental Health Day.